The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Vincent in Guidor who says Upshock Naguelga that's how he signs off his text message says Dara O'Brien for the Late Late Show Dara O'Brien I think sorry not Dara O'Brien not the housing minister the comedian now that he has lost Mock the Week he might do it and couldn't we do with a laugh on a Friday night uh, plenty of other people with suggestions as to who they think sh- should take over Willie O'Reilly is with me now uh, Willie is a Business Post columnist and former group commercial director of RTE Woody, how significant is this change at the top of television's most popular show? It's a huge, it's a huge one. It's going to define um, RT in terms of the public, and it's going to be a very important financial decision because the Late Late Show, despite having a reduced audience, is still a huge source of income. You know, millions are involved, and the Toy Show, millions involved there as well. So this is a big decision for a new director general or the existing Director General. A big decision for Ryan Tuberty, I'm sure, as well. I know he was speaking on RT Radio earlier and he talked about the fact that you feel a little bit like a lot of the country claims ownership over you and and there's a toll on you and a toll on your family as well. And he felt he had paid that toll often enough over 14 years. I think so. And, you know, it's Cheltenham week. I think he's saddle sore. He's been up there for 14 years. It can't be comfortable. You're in RSVP and the red tops every day of the week. People scrutinise you. And look, the other thing is he's taken a salary cut every year for the last seven years. How ridiculous is that? Can you imagine anybody in a senior managerial position who takes a salary cut for five or six or seven years in a row? So I think he's right. He's 50 He's been there a long time. He's got obviously a lot of stuff he'd like to be doing. Get out while the going going is good and while his reputation is intact. So, I mean, fr- from an RT point of view, it's it, it you, you you laid out what is at stake very well. There, there's the argument that they seize the opportunity and they rip up the format altogether, start from scratch. Can you see a logic to that? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, what I, I would suggest somebody does is go and talk to the advertising agencies. They're the people who decide on behalf of clients where to put their money. So they're not going to put their money on something they know. They prefer, again, using the Cheltenham analogy, to back a surefire winner. So RT has got to be very careful. This program is going for 14 years. It's always it's had its ups and downs, let's be honest. It's had some, some years have been better than others. But, you know, it always delivers. So I would hold on to the brand and I'd explore it. I'd think about it. I mean, Kieran, you put your finger on something there. A lot has changed. All the guests who came in 20 years ago for Gayburn or even for Pat Kenny, they don't come to Ireland anymore. They want to do their stuff on Zoom. So Tuberty has had a difficult time dealing with B celebrities from Ireland. And it's been difficult to put a show together. So maybe they need to look at a new presenter and tweaking the format a bit. That's a possibility. Well, listen, will he stay? Stay with us. Neve Maher is on the line as well. She's the commercial creative director at the journal.ie. Neve, who do you think is going to take over? Who do I think is going to take over? That is the question today, isn't it? Just to Willie's point there, I would say that, you know, brand, yes, but format, no. I think we can all agree that the reaction today across the entire country from people, I mean, they're crying out for a change. Um, I'm not going to say who I think would be the best next presenter because it's actually a very difficult decision that RTE have because I do agree. I was listening to Pat Kenny earlier on your show, Karen, and he was saying, you know, that he thinks it's going to be a woman. And I would agree that I think after over 60 years of it being dominated by men, I do think that a woman is going to be coming into the hot seat. But the, the trick that I think that they're going to have to be 
facing and struggling with is that they have fantastic entertainment presenters in RTE. Obviously, Jennifer Zamparelli has been discussed a lot today. They've called her the crown and the jewel of RTE. Darren Garrahy, of course, Dancing with the Stars as well. Fantastic live entertainment presenters. And then they have Miriam O'Callaghan, who is obviously one of the most respected current affairs presenter and the likes of Sarah McInerney. But the thing is, is that are people wanting to tune in to one or the other now? And I do think that in the past, some of the criticism that Tubbs and Pat Kenny before him as well have faced has been that level of a little bit of stiffness at times on a Friday night. Do we really want to be watching this kind of program? I think a format change-up would be the best thing for the Late Late Show. I know I would tune in more to that. You mentioned Darren Garrahy and Jennifer Zamparelli. What about a duo? The Ant and Deck of Irish television. <laughs> I mean... This is the thing. Why not? Why not a shake-up? And I understand the financial aspect of it as well. And I understand that, of course, it has always been, you know, something that Orti has depended on. And no matter what people are saying today, it is the most watched TV show. So we can't completely ignore that. Um, I think a duo could be an option. I heard one of your listeners texted in earlier about um, actually having an open casting call. I thought the idea of the rotating presenter was the worst idea I've ever heard. <laughs> never do well, that's that. A, I, I, that. Don't be slating our <laughs> listeners' suggestions here, Neve. That was a three-year project. That was a three-year project that had been very well I thought actually, through. I actually think that Orti actually <laughs> did that, I think, about, in about 2000 or something. Anyway, it would never work. But I do think the idea of maybe bringing in more than just one person, because it's very difficult to find a person who has everything. I think the the audience are looking for something a bit different. And if it becomes the people who everybody is mentioning today, you know, you're, you know, nobody's going to like them for two years, at least. Let's be honest. I mean, that's the a hardship of anybody coming into the Late Late Show. Mm. Ryan Tuberty was disliked for years. Pat Kenny, I mean, he took over from Gay Burns. Nobody was going to like him in the beginning, and they didn't. And so that's the hardship. In terms of the scrutiny that people face, I think we should take a moment for the agents of Ireland because I would say every agent of every TV presenter today are working like they've never worked before to get in because scrutiny aside, it is the top job for presenters in this country. 100%. Can I say something? There? Yes. Just, yeah, look, I mean, very good points by Neve, but look, let's look at the, tra- the track record and the track record you need. You need to be on air on a radio show regularly so that's a qualification you need to have done tv and you need to be good at it you need to be comfortable where there's hair and makeup and living your life in front of the public that absolutely is part of the gig so that's going to be it's like trying to get a hgv license you know in broadcasting so you you got to be comfortable with all of that there aren't many people who do that you're also going to have to have centrist views you know, somebody mentioned Tommy Tiernan. I'm a huge fan. I think he's fantastic, but he is not a presenter of a centrist Late Late Show. He would alienate people. I love him, but it's not somebody in that. So you've got to think what message you're going to put out there. And look, I think Neve is absolutely right. Come at the hour, come at the woman, and that's where we are today. But but it's going to be, the way you're describing, to, to kind of butcher another metaphor and, and introduce Donald Rumsfeld to all of this, we're, we're talking about a known known, is what it sounds like. They're not going to pluck someone from obscurity. Kieran, let's not get too risky with all of this. Like I went back and said, fundamentally, RT needs to bring the shekels in. So you want somebody who's acceptable to all the ad agencies. And by the way, they they don't mind, they they like a lot of people, but they need big audiences delivered every Friday night, and they don't want to be seen to be associated with something that is risky. So they want somebody who's very comfortable in that space. And then to Neve's point, 
about, you know, maybe trying something different. The truth is that when you get the gig, you rise to the challenge, you know. So there's a number of candidates out there. They've been mentioned. There are men and they're female. I think the harder decision is RT trying to decide how they make the decision. What's the key thing yeah. for them? Mm. How much risk do they want to do? And in particular, and you put your finger on it at the beginning, what part of this are we going to change? Because the show is overly long and, you know, yeah. The standard has slipped a bit. Well, but on the question of length, though, do, does your own logic not apply? Will it, that that you know that the longer it is, it might drag for some people. I think it drags for a lot of people. But if it's getting the audience, that's where the advertisers are going to put their money. You knock an hour and a half off it and put on a movie. Yes, yeah, some of us might welcome it, but if fewer people are watching the movie, it's less money for RTE. Absolutely. RT can have seven minutes of TV advertising every hour. So in a three-hour show, it is 21. It's a lot less than uh, than Virgin Media might have. So I'm not saying maybe two and a half hours is the answer, but I'm saying they got to look at that. they got to look at that. Maybe if you do less ad breaks, you charge more for it. That might be a financial consideration. I'm just saying... It is a pretty long show. It's hard to... Nobody watches anything for three hours anymore. I hope they listen to the radio for three hours, some of them. <laughs> uh, but, uh, Neve, um, I should have maybe asked you this at the outset. Do you watch The Late Late Show? So, it's kind of a follow-on point. I A lot of what I watch from The Late Late Show comes the next day. So, that's why I think it's interesting when you talk about the listeners and advertisers, because a lot of the ways in which people are consuming their content now, of course, is in the non-traditional format. So they're picking it up on social media. You know, Emma Doran did a great appearance there on the Late Late Show recently. I think it was her first. And, and the clip of her, you know, talking about the, the silent ride went viral. Um, and that's how a lot of younger people are consuming their content now at the moment. And although, of course, you need to think about you know, uh, people coming in and, and how they're going to watch. But I think that, you know, the director general, the incoming one as well, needs to think about how the audience are actually looking at television now and how they're consuming it in general. And it's not the same. You only have to look to the US as well. Sure, their late, late talk shows are all falling apart. Everybody is leaving. I mean, mm. the, the one with James Corden is actually being replaced, I think, by an old Comedy Central format. So the formats are changing and it really is about, I mean, no, the answer is no, I don't watch the Late Late what, Show. What, okay, then, what would make you watch it? <laughs> um, what would make me watch it? Look, I, I think Tuberty did a great job and I think that in particular during the pandemic he did a fantastic job. Am I always excited by the guests that are on the show? No. Am I always excited by the format? No. I mean, to be honest with you, if I'm watching a late talk show host, now, bear in mind, I'm also nine months pregnant, so I actually fall asleep at around 7 p.m. these days. (laughs) But if I was watching a late, late talk show, I love Anton Beck's Saturday Night Takeaway. It is pure, unadulterated entertainment, and that's the type of television I want to watch after a long week of, let's be honest, sometimes you just don't want to hear what's been happening in the news on your Friday and Saturday night. That's what I would watch. Now, again, that would definitely be a change from the format because, of course, the Late Late Show has that mixture of mm. politics as well as current affairs and lighter entertainment. But that's what I would watch. And I know a lot of my friends who are in my age group of 35 plus feel the same way. I know that it is the most watched TV show. I would love to see what the age demographic breakdowns are. And I did hear earlier on as well that Dee Forbes was saying that she's open to format changes as well. So it's, it's a great opportunity, I think. And for okay. something that is such an institution in Ireland, 
it would be good to see tweets. Uh, Willie, before I let you go, same question to you. What would make you at half nine on a Friday night think, drop everything, the late latest starting? Neve said it in one. She's absolutely right. There was a time when Gay Byrne produced a condom, but if you weren't watching it, you didn't see the moment. Nowadays, if something exciting happens on television, you catch up with it on FaceTime the following day. We can't change things. There's no real, there's no necessity to watch television to say something. But even if you accept that, right, and even if you accept that Graham Norton is doing a fantastic uh, entertainment show with loads of amazing guests on it. There is still a demand for Irish people to examine our own society and what's going on here. And that's RT's remit. So you got to build on that. you got to build on being local and being national. Willie O'Reilly, Business Post columnist, former Group Commercial Director at RTE and Niamh Mark, Commercial Creative Director at the Journal.ie. Listen, thank you both very, very much uh, for joining me. The chat show format is dead, says one of our listeners on 087-1400-106. As somebody else says, good evening, Kieran. Just on the Late Late Show host, I think it would be a good to have a rotating host each month. Whatever happens, though, I hope the format changes to something more like Graham Norton. Miriam O'Callaghan, rather, is a cert, according to somebody else. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.